today's topics are we're looking at uh, property creep, but also looking at tax creep, looking at exchange of information um, uh, for expats living and working abroad. Um, <clears throat> there's a UK countdown to the tax returns that are due for expats by the end of January. Paper returns is the end of October, but we've still got another 85 days to go. Um, um, UK expats or expats with uh, an interest in the UK, such as property rental, um, need to complete a tax return in the UK if they've got tax to pay and if they're asked to, to pay that tax. Um, now, that could be a request from uh, the, the HMRC directly or if you've got that obligation to do that. Um, and... Uh, the, the the consequence of not doing that can lead to fines and penalties on interest or for not submission. Um, even if you're not tax resident in the UK, you may still have uh, a tax liability in there. If you've got property rental income in the UK, it's taxable. If you sell a property in the UK, uh, there's a capital gains liability. If you've got any other gains uh, on investments which are fixed in the UK, that could be capital gains liability. Now, it's irrespective of you being tax resident in another country. If you do have an income coming out from the UK, you may have a liability to income tax there. It can vary a lot depending upon your situation. And non-DOMs to the UK um, can just get taxed on income that they earn that is remitted into the UK. So if you've got, um, um, as well as interest and dividends, if you're not, um, uh, submitting those, remitting those into a UK bank account, a non-DOM could get exemption on those taxes as well. Um, <clears throat> but either way, if you've got a UK income or if you requested to do a tax return, you've got until uh, the end of January each year uh, to complete that tax returns. And uh, on today's live show on the 8th of November, that's 85 days to go to the tax deadline. But for our clients, we aim to get all the returns done by the end of uh, December. All tax returns need to be done online. So for more information and guidance, contact us at ProPartnership.com. One of the big tax savings in the UK is private property relief. So it's not main home relief, it's private property relief. So if you've got a, a private residence in the UK, you can potentially get capital gains tax relief if you sell that property. So any property that's sold during a current year, so between the 6th of April 22 and 6th, um, 6th of April 23, 5th of April 23, if you sold a property, you would have been required to do a capital gains tax return within two months. And then in the end of the year, we, we add in that, that capital gains tax return uh, to, get, to get that work done. Uh, we, we, um, th that disposal of that property registers you and registers the transaction with the HMRC and, th and, th and that gives them a footprint. But traditionally in the UK, property rentals couldn't, couldn't be tax traced. But if you're using an agent in the UK now, or if you're an overseas landlord registering your property, so it's not tax deducted at source, then the, the property agent in the UK has got your tax number and is reporting that into the tax office. So they have a source of that income. 
Um, so any property rental in the UK has got a liability to tax and they have got a liability. They've got a way of accessing the information to track you down. So if you've got property rental income, get it declared and avoid future tax liabilities or inquisitions. If a UK expat leaves the UK for the first time, they're often required to do a tax return straight away. It might be a beneficial situation because if you're earning money in the UK, your personal allowance is spread over 12 months. So if you've left after six, you've still got six months of personal allowance to claim, uh, which could be worth a thousand pounds if you make that claim. Uh, but that registers you with them and they may still want to uh, return for a couple of years. Um, for a free review or, or more help and guidance completing a UK tax return for expats, uh, invested in the UK or living or working abroad, contact us at ProPartnership.com and follow us at our uh, uh, Twitter space on X uh, to listen in to more uh, and our YouTube channel each week. So thanks a lot for listening on, on today and we'll see you next time. The next feature for today is uh, the property creep that's going on for expats living and working abroad. Now, this is a very, very broad term where we're looking at here, where we're looking at expats and property rentals. And um, if you own overseas property, so you could be a UK tax resident that own overseas property, or you could have left the UK and have uh, UK rental property, then you've got a potential tax liability. And um, in the past, if you go back 20 years, there was no way for the authorities to necessarily register that. So you may have a local rate to pay or local income tax to pay, a municipal tax to pay in the country where the property is, in the district where the property is, in the county or the shire or the district where the property is. Um, but that wasn't anyway necessarily regulated. In the UK since 2020, uh, property agents are, are tax agents. And so therefore the, the information is being recorded by HMRC, which means they can catch up with people renting UK property. But that is spreading abroad and, and enforcement is happening now. And we're going to go through that now to see how your overseas property can be impacted um, uh, for, for the property rental. Since 2016, Spanish properties, uh, which are to be let out for, for a tourist license, need that special tourist license. Uh, it, and if you don't get that license, when you're renting out the property, you're liable to fines and your insurance may not ap apply. And note the term, it's a license. So it's not a tax registration as such, but the fact that it is licensing you you, you then become known as a beneficial owner of that property rental and you're declaring that you are property renting. So to Spain, they could com potentially consider that you've got a tax liability to that, but it could also be reported back to you, to your home country, wherever you, you might be. England doesn't have such a licensing scheme at the moment, but it is under active consideration. There's a consultant papers out on it uh, Scotland, from October 23, have introduced licensing for short-term lets. So if you want to rent your uh, a Scottish uh, property on short lets with Airbnb, Booking.com, 
you now need to have a, a, a registered license with with the Scottish authorities. And it's the same from March 23 for Wales. And again, this gives a footprint. It gives a footprint for the local government in Scotland or Wales uh, to charge a local tax, but it also is giving a reporting uh, to the tax resident of the beneficial owner of that property. Um, that could be an individual, could be a company, or it could be a, a, a trust or a family estate. Um, but for England, that is coming. It's not enforced at the moment, but it's coming in and, and the exchange of information is already happening through the property agents. So for more information and guidance on UK property rental tax liabilities for expats, contact us at productpartnership.com. In France, it's still a fairly simple process. All you need to do is declare to the local authority, the local municipality, that you're renting out the property on a short-term basis and get put onto a register. There's nothing more formal than that at the moment, but it's still a record of who's a beneficial owner and, and what you're doing. In Cyprus, um, anybody buying property uh, for rental purposes or commencing a rental after January 2020, when a new law was introduced, um, was required to register the property um, uh, with a license for that short-term holiday let uh, uh, arrangement. And if you wanted to rent the property to Airbnb or bookings.com, then you need to do that. There's a, a grace period for two years to get existing property owners to catch up. Uh, but before January 2020, it wasn't enforced. You could buy the property, start renting it out and, and not have anybody from the tax office knocking at your door. <clears throat> If you're a British expat owning property in Cyprus or Spain that you're renting out, um, then you may feel that you know, you're not a tax resident in Cyprus or, or the other country. And therefore, there's no need to worry about it. But that's not necessarily the case. In Cyprus, for any property rental, whether you're Cypriot tax resident or uh, an overseas tax resident, there's a flat rate tax on all property rental income of 3%, and there's a health tax of 2.6%. So those flat rate taxes are potentially payable on that rental income. So that there's an incentive there for the governments and the tax authorities in the local jurisdictions to apply to get you a tax uh, income, even though um, you're not a tax resident in the country, your property is a tax resident, and you're the beneficial owner of that property. So the beneficial owner register, you'll hear us keep talking about that with companies, trusts and properties. The beneficial owner register is to enable companies, uh, global companies to pay the right amount of tax, but it trickles all the way down. And the regulation requires you to, to report who is the beneficial owner of the asset and potentially report that, that amount of tax. So if you're owning a Cyprus property rental, there's potentially a small amount of tax to be paid. And it doesn't mean that you have to pay it in Cyprus, um, but by reporting it in Cyprus, that means they can claim it off the UK tax authorities. So you get your license on your Cyprus uh, property rental. Um, that allows you um, uh, to advertise from tourist reasons, short-term holiday lets in Cyprus of your, your property, your pool, um, uh, consistently 
and, and get that income. Um, however, there's a potential tax to pay. And it, even if you don't do a tax report in, the, in Cyprus, in Cyprus, up until 2022, there was no obligation to complete a tax return in Cyprus unless you've got taxable income. That taxable income wasn't clearly defined to include the property rental income. From 2023, it does. So you then now, as a being a property owner, I've got an obligation to complete that return. Uh, even so, Cyprus can claim against you as the beneficial owner um, for a rental income to come back from that property in, in, in um, wherever you are a tax resident. So UK expat only property in Cyprus um, with a known rental income, they could, the Cyprus could claim that 100 um, euros, that 100 pounds from the UK tax authorities against the tax that you paid in the UK. Because the complication there is then the UK going to say, well, why haven't you reported the 5,000 property rental that you've earned in, uh, overseas? And it could then tip you into high rate tax in the UK at 40 or 45%, reduce your allowances, uh, bring up penalties. And, and if you don't make your return, as we said before, on time, um, it, that can get more and more complicated. Cyprus are not enforcing that at the moment in terms of making penalties and assessments for that. But what they have got uh, in, introduced this year is, is a combined tax fraud system, the same as the UK, uh, the same as the other countries, which allows them to collate that information and, and work towards claiming that uh, income and that tax revenue uh, from the property rentals that are in their portfolio on the island uh, going forward. It's not a large amount of tax, but it's a small amount and it could lead to an investigation uh, or penalties. Proact, uh, we believe, you would declare the right amount of tax and follow the rules. Uh, licensing of property rentals exists now. If you are renting a property in most countries around the world, those countries which aren't applying it at the moment will apply it going forward under changes to international tax rules um, and so consider reporting now uh, so that we can uh, get your tax affairs correct and in order. Italy are collecting, are collecting. Um, the thing about tax law, uh, and expats will know a lot about the IR35, the invidious IR35 in the UK. UK are the only people that apply that. That means if you're working abroad um, or you're trying to work off, off plan, so you're not on payroll, off payroll, they want to apply IR35 rules, even though you're living and working uh, abroad uh, or not working as an employee, uh, which effectively means you pay the same income tax and national insurance as an employee in the UK. So that's what the UK have got in their IR35 rules. And um, with the tax agents, when they're renting, when they're sending you a rental statement, a, a UK tax agent got the obligation to deduct tax at source and 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 then pay that to the revenue uh, unless you get an exemption from that. So expats get a non-resident landlord approval so that the tax agent in the UK doesn't need to deduct tax at source. But their end of year statement is still shared with the revenue. So you need to do a report to say that you're not going to do your tax return, the tax report is a discrete plan, but it will come back uh, bite you later on. 
with the IL35 rules in the UK, um, companies enforce it because they are liable. They're liable to the tax that should be paid by the individual if they don't get it right. So the no risk position for a large multinational company that wants to pay the right amount of tax and not get its own penalties is to enforce IL35 and let you sort out the problem later on. We can help expats with that. Contact us if you've got an IL35 problem. Um, but in the UK, in, in Italy, um, they've taken an aggressive step forward. And uh, this month they've seized uh, around 670 million pounds from Airbnb in Italy uh, for what they're claiming is, is tax deducted at source, which has not been uh, done by uh, Airbnb in Italy. So Italy are saying that they, they property rentals, the short-term property rentals should have been taxed at source. And, and uh, that tax at source in Italy on short-term property rentals is 21%. That's what they should have deducted from the uh, billion pounds of property rental income that went through Airbnb's books. And they should have paid that tax to, to Italy. So it's been running on for a couple of years now through the Italian courts and, and the fine has been placed now. Airbnb is still fighting it, uh, but the crackdown is in place in, in real terms, in money terms in, in, in Italy. And it's a precursor of what's going to happen into all the other countries. The, com the countries have got the information. Uh, they can hold the uh, rental agent uh, responsible uh, in, in the way that, uh, or the income payer uh, responsible for the tax in the way that the UK IR35 rules hold the employer uh, responsible. The Italians have held the property rental agents responsible for the tax and said that you should have deducted the 21%. You didn't, therefore you owe us the 670 million. Um, they're still fighting it. Whether Airbnb win or lose, that 670 million pounds of tax is still due to the Italian tax authorities. So the easy win for them is to claim it up from Airbnb. If they win, they put that money in the bank. If they lose, um, then they're going to come after the customers and say, oh, by the way, we paid you £100, but we've now had to pay £21 tax. Therefore, you owe us £21. Um, now, it may be a bit of a fight for them to get that back, but if they have to pay out 60 or 70 million, you can be sure that they're going to try and do that, even if they sell the, the debt to a distressed uh, a finance uh, lender that can try and recover as much as it can in the pound from that. Um, if they know the beneficial owners, then that, that's the way they'll start pursuing the, the beneficial owners of that rental income. It then becomes down to the individual to prove that they didn't receive the income or that they haven't got that tax liability. Um, and as far as Italy is concerned, the tax law in Italy is concerned, if you've got property rental in Italy from short-term lets, a 21% tax is due, flat rate, not income tax, it's a 21% tax that's due on that property rental income. In Cyprus, it's a 5.6% tax that's due on that property rental income. If you haven't paid it, then either Airbnb are going to pay it and, and say, don't bother, you stay as a client with us, or uh, uh, they're not going to pay it and they're going to report you to the tax authorities that they're going to come after you. 
So Italy could go to the UK. So I've got this list of um, uh, property rental uh, property owners in Italy who've rented out property, and we we want to do that tax, please. Thank you very much. Uh, um, HMRC obliged to pay the Italian tax authorities under the double taxation treaty, but then they've got you on their list, and they'll start claiming that that tax back. So that's the potential complications that the Italian move has made the first country to crack down in terms of making a tax charge. They've done it to the supplier, to Airbnb, but the beneficial owners have got the ultimate liability. Um, if an expat owner of that property, whether they're living in Italy or living abroad, whoever is the beneficial owner of that property, uh, as long as they've done a tax return declaring that income in their country of residence, you're going to be exempt. You're not going to have that penalty because if Airbnb come to you and say, you owe us £21 on this rental, um, and you say, well, no, I've not. I've paid the tax already. I've declared it on my tax return. It's for the HMRC to pay it. So if your tax return is correct and you've declared the income correctly, um, uh, then the 21% liability uh, can be deferred and, and not fall on you uh, specifically. Um, uh, it can be offset against other taxes you paid in the UK. So for more information and guidance on that, you need to contact us at privatepartnership.com. Each country is different because the double taxation treaties vary bit by bit. They're all based on the same international law, but what is allowable and what's chargeable in terms of flat rates uh, and offsetable income and, and which country the tax can be charged in uh, varies by country by country. So either you could have the 21% tax to pay in Italy or uh, Italy claim it from the HMRC uh, to claim their share of the, the tax that you paid in the UK already. Uh, but this is the case. The overriding message that uh, people with property rentals overseas should take from this is that it doesn't matter where your tax resident, if you own a property, that property has got a tax resident in the country in which it's in and there could well be a tax on that short-term property rental you need to get a license generally um, many countries have introduced it if you haven't got a license then you need to get one um, and and that license gives that exchange of information flow um, going through the money's going to your bank the bank i've got your tax id they're sharing the information with the tax office. The property rental agent sharing the information with the tax agent. If you want to rent your property with Airbnb or Booking.com, you've got to give them your license number. So there's not the the, the news is, is is tightening. The property rental creep is coming in, and and you're going to be obliged to declare that or get caught out sometime in the future. So discrete planning. Uh, where people have owned a property in Spain for 20 years and not and rented it out, not paid tax. That is the past. The, the future is here. Uh, the information is being collected. And at some point, uh, a complication could arise. Um, there's flat rate taxes in Italy and Cyprus, um, but there's tax liabilities and licensing regulations in other countries as well, including Scotland and Wales, uh, with England under consideration. For more information and guidance, contact us at projectpartnership.com. Um, 
Next week, uh, we're going to go into more detail about the UK tax returns. We, we mentioned briefly again today, private residence relief. It's a way of avoiding capital gains tax on property you've got in the UK, but there's very, very tight rules. All the other properties in the UK potentially got a 28% um, capital gains liability. It's a, a tax that was introduced, um, a creeping tax that was introduced in 2015, and it's coming up to fruition now. It's beginning to bite. Uh, we'll have the uh, autumn statement coming up for uh, the UK and, and see how they're going to adjust taxes over the next year ahead for um, people that own um, property in the UK, fixed assets in the UK, and, and for expats living and working abroad. Uh, for more information, guidance, contact us at partnership.com. You can get a free review at partnership.com. Um, if you contact us uh, or you can subscribe online if you subscribe to our product retain client service at productpartnership.co.uk uh, it includes advice and guidance online as well as offering you the opportunity to get um, discounts and credits on tax returns and registrations uh, um, in, uh, in the year ahead thanks a lot for listening and we'll see you again next time